0: This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast. I have a special guest with me here, actually in my studio. Haha, <laughs> studio. Mm, it's a fancy way of saying my office. And my guest well, that's a fancy way of saying... Your husband? That's right, my husband. So, Deacon John? Is he really a guest since he lives in the house as a rule?
0: No, I'm not a guest.
1: At any rate, so today uh, you're going to get to listen to the uh, comedy strains. No, 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 no. We're not going to be singing, I promise. Um, anyway, we actually have a topic, and uh, Deacon John is going to be doing a lot of the talking, if not all the talking, Um, but let's go ahead and get started then, and I'm going to cut out all of that. All right, our topic today is God's Footprints.
0: God's Footprints, all right.
1: I don't know that I've ever thought about God having a footprint.
0: That's why I thought of it the other day.
1: See, that's what happens when you're married. You start to share a brain, which could be scary <laughs> because then that means between two people, you only have one. Hmm. Yeah, okay. All right, let's not have that conversation.
0: So the other day, for some reason, the, the, what came to my mind was was that poem that, that I've seen and probably most people have seen and read before, Footprints in the Sand. A very, very beautiful poem that offers hope to us when, when life gets you down or when you're experiencing troubled times. Um, I'm not going to repeat the whole poem, but just tell you that in the end, you know, the, the message there is that Jesus is with us all the time in our life, good times and bad, and, and especially I think we see him more and we feel him more when we do need him the most but so that just got me thinking about footprints and of course um jesus then you think about god and i'm like does god have a footprint
1: well and it's interesting because you know jesus of course is the second person of the trinity and he is incarnate he has is flesh he took on flesh and so he does or did have a literal footprint Unlike God the Father, who did not come to Earth and live amongst us.
0: That's what I was thinking. So, so I went to the dictionary, online on the interweb, dictionary dot com, and I'm looking for you know, the definition of footprint that that I'm that I was thinking about in relation to God's footprints.
1: So, kind of checking if you were on the right track or if you'd lost your mind.
0: Yeah, like, well. The first one, not the second one. Um, so you know there was the you know the regular um, foot impression in in sand or dirt or something. You know uh, the regular definition you might think of with the footprint. And then I, I went down to the third third one, and then fourth the fourth footprint definition said a unique set of characteristics, actions, etc., that leave a trace. So I got to thinking. All right, God doesn't have a say a phys- physical footprint like we just said Jesus did, but I was thinking, we, me and you and people out there, we are the footprints of God. We are the unique set of characteristics and actions that leave a trace. I mean, we can't we can't live our life and and not somehow affect other people around us, whether positively, negatively, or just oh oh look at a big tall guy over there walking um yeah that's me
1: yeah um john is very very tall so he almost always leaves an impression because as he will be happy to tell you he is in the top uh what percentage nine point
0: four percent
1: of people for height um so that's that's his he leaves a pretty big trace then right no i'm joking he he doesn't leave a big trace in terms of uh, himself taking up a lot of room or anything like that, that's not what I'm saying. But it's true, so we we are unique. Each one of us is created as a unique individual. We are not repeatable. And that is the most baffling and also the most comforting thing when I think about people, that how can there be no one else like me and then thank goodness there is no one else like me. But because we are made in the image and likeness of God, we acknowledge that we are seeing God in each other. We know that God is in the other person. And so how we live has an effect on others, like John said, good or bad.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I like to think of myself as a good example to people, the, the way I, I live my life or try to live my life.
1: Do you try um, to live not lukewarm?
0: Oh, I always try to live not lukewarm. I I like to think I could do that pretty often. Because my favorite scripture is John 2, 5, where Mary and Jesus are at the wedding feast of Cana, and Mary notices that they're running out of wine and asks Jesus to do something about it. And then she turns to to the head waiter, do whatever he tells you. So she's referring to her son Jesus do whatever he tells you and like what better advice but what better life advice is there than than to do what Jesus tells you to do
1: unfortunately we don't have Jesus on speed dial
0: I do What well, you do? I'm a deacon.
1: Well, I don't I've never noticed him on speed dial on your phone. It says J1. J1? Jesus 1. Okay, I think you're being silly. Silly? Uh, so really, in a sense, though, I think the Bible is Jesus on speed dial. Wow. Um, and I think that knowing his word is going to help us to live the way he wants us to, the way God wants us to. Just as when Mary said to, to the waiter, do whatever he tells you, she's saying the same thing to us. And and God tells us how he wants us to live and when we live the way he wants us to live then the trace or that footprint of his that we're leaving is going to lead people to him and i think that's also part of what you wanted to talk about right this idea that how we behave can help other people either grow closer to god or not
0: yeah um yeah, you know, people, yeah, I mean, even before I was ordained a deacon, you know, we went to church every Sunday and other days during the year. And and people, people would see us do that. And sometimes they would comment about it. That, you know, they wish they had the time or circumstances were different or they felt differently. But, you know, just being a physical example like that, you know, a lot of us could do that.
1: I think we forget that people are watching. So we often think people are watching us to judge us, but sometimes people are looking to say, wow, isn't that nice? Aren't those good people? And it's not that we do the things we do because we want people to say, oh, aren't those people nice or good? We're, we're doing what we do because this is how we choose to live our life and we wanna encourage others to do the same. But really it is by what we do that encourages other people. It's not by what we say. Yeah, and
0: they and they do notice. I remember, you know, this was many years ago. I was working in construction, doing purchasing, and you know, I had to deal with a lot of subcontractors, a lot of people, and and this guy that I was, you know, who was doing work for us for a couple of years. You know, I, I had talked to him, you know, from time to time about his personal life, or he would tell me and I would listen, and, um, you know, he, he had been divorced, um, he was on his second marriage, and, you know, it wasn't always that good, and, and one day, he's in my office, and he just looked at me, and he says, I, I want what you have. What is he talking about? And I'm like, w- what do you mean? He goes, you know, like you, your family, you know, just, just the way you guys are, you know, you, you, you go to church, you guys are, are together, you do things, you know, you're in a good mood most of the time, uh, considering the job I had. And, you know, he noticed. And I just, you know, n- never thought that people would notice that, but they do. And, you know, he, he thought it was a good example, of course, which is very nice.
1: That that reminds me of something I've heard people say before, which is, you know, we talk a lot on this I talk a lot on this podcast about scripture and about really being in the word. And I remember this saying that someone often has said to me that oftentimes we're the only Bible people read.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: And I think your example of this friend that, that you worked with, that's the whole thing. He, he saw who you were, even when you didn't think he was paying any attention. And I think that's really key is that like who are you? When you don't think anyone's paying attention, right, yeah. because yeah. like when you know people are watching, so if you're literally like in front of people giving a talk or or in a position of authority, you know then people are watching you, they're paying attention to you, or at least you hope if you're the person in authority, they're paying attention to you, um, but we don't know that people always are yeah. in the right way, so it's it's not only what we do. When we think people are watching, it's what we do all the time.
0: Right. Um, yeah, I have a nickname for one of my students. I call him Cookie Jar. Cookie Jar. Yeah, Cookie Jar. He sits in the back of the room, and if I happen to be at the front of the room where the door is to the to my classroom, um, I, I sometimes peek out into the hallway to see, you know, what's going on, and this kid knows that I can't see him when I'm looking in the hallway. So okay. then he gets up, you know, he's not supposed to get up out of his seat, supposed to be doing his work, but he, you know, he starts roaming around, you know, the classroom, talking to people until I come in and then he sees me and then he goes sit down. So then I tell him the cookie jar jar story. It's like, you know, mom says, don't eat a cookie from the cookie jar and the cookie jar's in the kitchen. So mom's always in the kitchen, so you can't get at the cookie jar. But, you know, mom's got to leave the kitchen once in a while for some reason. And then the kid... Looking around, doesn't see mom. He takes a cookie out of the cookie jar because no one's watching. So I call him cookie jar.
1: I get it now. Did you have a cookie jar in your kitchen when you were growing up?
0: No, we just had a whole bunch of stuff in the pantry. Yeah, no cookie jar. Hmm. I think you had a cookie jar.
1: We did have a cookie jar. My mom made it in her, now this is a throwback, in her ceramics class. Cool. Yeah, it had a little mushroom on the top of the lid in the cookie jar. And I'm sure, I probably never did this, but I'm sure the other children in my family may have tried to sneak cookies out of the cookie jar when my mom wasn't watching. So how do you behave when people are not watching? Right, exactly,
0: that's what I tell them.
1: What are they picking up from you when they are watching? So that's an interesting idea. Are we leaving a good footprint of God? Are we leaving that good trace? Let's finish up now and wrap up with our Not Lukewarm Challenge.
0: All right. Let's challenge everybody because that's what it's all about.
1: All right. So as John and I were talking about this topic, uh, what came to me for a great challenge would be this, is as you go through your week, uh, because that's what's between podcast episodes a week, think about how are you leaving God's footprint with the people around you and to focus and to try to reflect his image to others and to remember that scripture passage from John 2.5, do whatever he tells you. And so that the footprint that you leave is much more, like what God wants us to do than maybe what we ourselves want to do. Does that make sense?
0: That's a great challenge.
1: All right. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Yes, thank you. And thanks for being here, honey.
0: Honey? You mean Deacon John?
1: I don't call him Deacon John except in public, and we're not really in public right now because we're in our house. All right, everyone. Sorry, we're totally digressing. But sometimes we need to have a little fun, a little levity. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And don't forget to live not lukewarm. And I will see you again next week. God bless you all. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on Podcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about, or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.